Johnny, do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yes. Yeah, I'd love to. Great. Let's go. For Matt and Matt, with Ice Cream Social City. Across from me is Paul Madison. Across from me, it's Mr. Matt Donnelly. And on the map, we now have Jake and the Audio Guys. Ah! I thought that was him and Kermit the Frog. This is Kermit the Frog here, and over there is Jake of the Audio Guy. Oh! Yay! <laughs> that was me being Beaker. Kermit, <laughs> why didn't I not get an intro? Hiya! <laughs> oh, I am hot today. Oh, yeah. He's hot. He's got a, he's got a topic. How much of an asshole am I on a normal day-to-day oh, basis? Oh, this is a trap question. I need, a, I need an attorney. You got it. I, don't, I think I'm a fairly nice guy most of the time. Okay. Just a little while ago. This is, this is maybe 50 minutes ago. Yeah. I just, I just left a doctor's appointment. Running to get here. I'm hungry. I see a Chipotle. I go, Great. I, I can duck into Chipotle. That'll take me like seven, eight minutes to, mm-hmm. to get food, eat it, be on my way. I can still get to the studio on time to to do this lovely recording. Go up to the counter. Guy guy behind the counter says, uh, hello, welcome to Chipotle. What can I get for you? Mm -hmm. No, he didn't say what can I get for you. He just says, hi, welcome to Chipotle. By the way, if you hear chewing, it's Paul and I eating Penguin Jess cookies. Yes. She sent us Penguin Jess cookies. What's her actual business name? It's not Penguin Jess, is it? I think you could find her at Penguin Jess. Yeah. Just look for Penguin Jess. She makes amazing cookies. It's like Penguin cookies or Something something like that. Yeah, yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Tweet your business, and we'll retweet your business again. Yes. Yeah. Show us your business, and we will show everyone your business. <laughs> so, I say, hi. I say, old friend, I say. I say, my, my words were, hi, I would like a, and as I'm in that, yeah. he interrupts me and says, how are you today? But in a very pointed way. Oh, as if like, oh, you're in such a rush, buddy. Yeah. Stop and smell the refried beans or black beans. Your choice. Right. Yeah. And I, and I, I kind of stuttered for a second, and I go, what? What? what is it? Because well, you just kind of launched right in uh, without greeting me because I'm a, I'm a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they said? Yes. Oh, God. I, and I said, well, I said, well, I said hi. And I am in kind of a hurry. Um. But if you'd like to have a conversation, I guess we can have a conversation. <laughs> what would you like to talk about? <laughs> you did not say that. Yes. What would you like to talk about? I was annoyed. Uh, sure. I'm, I, I'm, I was aggravated in this moment. I want to be clear about a few things. One, I'm totally on your side up until this point. Yeah. But I am also an asshole. Okay, yes. go ahead. <laughs> and then he goes, well, I guess if you just want to order your food, I guess we can do that. Oh, Yeah. At Chipotle? I was like, yeah, you that's what I want to do. You the counter next to the food? Me? The guy with money in his wallet that wants food from you? Yeah, suppose we could fucking do that, buddy. Yeah. Oh. And so I ordered my little my little sofritas tacos. This mm-hmm. dude, this and, dude uh, is begging to be replaced by a screen. Yes! <laughs> this dude is asking for a touch screen to take the... Oh, I mean, I feel for him to a small degree. But I wasn't rude to him. He I, was rude to you. I started my interaction with, hi, I would like... I, I didn't think that was rude at all. No, he was rude to you. Were you I on could, your phone? No. See? Wasn't on my phone. Was giving him my full attention. I had my earbuds in, but nothing was playing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, he must have been prejudiced against the earbuds. Because I often keep my uh, 
headphones on yeah. when I'm out and about. But I have it cocked off the ear. So I've had people try to get a little fresh with like, oh, you don't have your headphones on. And I, and I look at them like, I'm listening to you. Yeah. I hear you. And I do, because that bothers me when, yeah. people, are, when people hold up a line. And that's the other thing, too, is there are like four people behind me in line as well. Mm-hmm. Oh. So I'm not wow. the only person there. But, you know, as the now p- you're, you're doing, you're, you're, you're a representative. You're, you're not, yeah. you're not yeah. just you. You you're, are helping out the I'm a duly elected representative. Get the because, fucking line moving. Because that's what I like. When I'm in, in the other president line, like, I know what I want. Yep. I know how much it costs. I know the method in which I'm paying. Yeah. I know those things when I go to order. Like, the person in front of me is finishing up his order. Yeah. As he's finishing, I pull my phone out. I hit pause on the podcast that I'm listening to. Yeah. So that I can give my full undivided attention to my order once I get up to the, to the front of the line. Yeah. I'm ready to go. Yep. I was like, what the fuck, dude? What the fuck? So, you want to have a conversation? Let's have a fucking conversation. <laughs> How's your mama doing? <laughs> you got kids? How they doing? They in school yet? Anybody touch a marker today? How many right. markers in the trash That's bin? That's where I thought this was going. I yeah. thought this was going to... I went right for the marker. I would have gone right hand. You know I would have gone right for the marker. I would have been like, said, give me what, your marker. What are we doing? Uh, what did he say after you said we want to have a conversation? That's, that's when he said, I guess we can just get your food then. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And so I ordered my food, and I moved on to the next person as quickly as possible. Yeah. He didn't yeah. prepare the food at all. He, he got the, the hard ch- taco shells out from under the counter, <laughs> and he put some of the brown rice into them. Attaboy. So he did start your, your order. He started the order, and then he, and then he moves on. He, he gets the initial, the, the vehicle for your Chipotle uh, meal there, and then he puts uh, in your choice of rice and or beans. Wow. And then they move on to the next person. And then I found myself, I had to be overly nice to the next two people oh, yeah, in yeah. the line. You had to be just glowing to them. Yeah, yeah. They were like, she was like, what uh, What kind of uh, meat would you like here? I said, actually, I want the, because um, I, I can never remember the Sofritas. Uh, name. I can never remember that name. And I was like, I want the, the, the vegetarian one right there. If you, if you could get that one for me, please, that'd be, that'd be great. Pretty please, of sugar on top. And by yeah, the yeah. way, I think you're a fantastic person. I think, you, I think you're uh, valued as a, as a person. I validate your existence. Yeah. <laughs> as you pour beans on my shit. Yeah. No one does it like you, buddy. Yeah. You're doing, you're doing a bang-up job. Uh, listen, Chipotle guy, if you're listening, you don't like your Which job. Which he is. You don't like your job. I gave him a chip. <laughs> <laughs> I gave him a, I'm not sure to give Here, him a poker chip. Put this on your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> It'll balance out the other one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Here's a poker chip. Put it on your shoulder next to the other one. <laughs> now you got a matching pair, kid. I, uh, yeah, I went to this place, uh, uh, all, all the indoor playground places yeah. around town. This place is called Uptown Jungle. Uptown, uptown jungle, jungle. Yeah. you've been living in the uptown jungle. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I bet you never had flat terrain. Okay, so um, and you've got a pit filled with balls. <laughs> it's a ball pit, um, and they have a thing where like you have to sign a safety waiver because there's all kinds of crazy. It's one of these big, big places. Yeah, yeah, and there are sharks. And there are sharks. Uh, it's a jungle in there. No, it's it's, it's an amazing facility. It's a it's a huge, gigantic uh, uh, place, which has got like one like a little corner all trampolines and this whole like walk around tunnel area all around the whole thing. And you can also do things where you you use harness and rope climb and all the other stuff. But they have a thing where you sign a waiver 
Uh-oh. And then uh, on, a, on, a, on, like, iPads on the side and then go to the register. Great. And buy your tickets and go to the register to pay. And if you just skip that step, they, you do all that at the register. Okay. So I was annoyed because I took the time to do all the things with the iP- iPad. And then everyone in front of me was just going like, doing oh, it at really? The and then just doing it at the register. And I was like, what is the point of having the iPad? Having the, and it took, I'm not exaggerating, 15 minutes to get into the place. So, you, you know, you walk into oh, a shit. place with your kids and they're like excited to go. Yeah. 15 minutes to get in. Yeah, I know how that, I know how that goes. Was it worth it once you got inside? <laughs> yeah. So that's why it took so long. Why is that? Because the place is hot. <laughs> it's like being at a club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bumping club. I just remember going, but I, had a, I was like, why go through the process of the iPad if no right. one else does and I get punished for it? I just get behind people in That's line. true. I feel that. And they're like, no, that's not the case. And I was like, that's exactly what I Seems just like that's happened. The case. And they're like, right. Well, you know, it's just that, you know, either way you have to sign a waiver. I go, no, the either way part, I get. Right. However. But like. I've basically been punished for following directions. And then they were like, I'm a teenager. And I was like, all right. Yeah. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, <laughs> Touche. Yeah. Fair enough. I give zero shits. Fair I enough. like baby puke off of balls all day. Um, so I was, I was talking with a coworker, and it kind of, this, this thought has come up before. Uh, but basically, like, when you die, someone's going to go through all your stuff. Sure. Yes. Someone's going to go through all your stuff. If you're lucky. Well, you're right. Most well, of it will probably end up in the trash. No, I know. But, like, do you ever think about people just once you're dead, your shit? going through all your stuff? Once in a blue moon. Yeah. But I don't. Because we've mean, all done this. We've all done this when someone else has died. I got gold-minded toys. Someone's <laughs> going to be lucky. Um, uh, so this friend, uh, their, their, their parent had passed away, and they were going through their stuff. And they found the weirdest thing. Oh, no. <laughs> they found Gerber baby, empty Gerber baby food jars. Uh-huh. Like washed out. Full of teeth. <laughs> Toenails. Oh. Oh. God damn it. Oh. It gets weirder. Oh, no. Okay. With like tape, white tape across the top. That Mas- said like toenails? Tape. Nope. What did it say? The date. Stop. <laughs> the date. Wait. Now, wait. Now, were the toenails, was it a full jar of nails, or was it just a... Uh, like a, a session. Was it a single clipping? A session's worth of clippings in individual j- How many jars? There's a lot of jars. <sighs> the only way yeah. I can excuse this <laughs> is if they are in the throes of some sort of medical situation where... DNA nail, testing. Nail, nail progression and composition can easily identify other major problems in the body. Okay. So if that's, if they're keeping I'll it. I'll say pers- all of us at work came up with no theories like this. So I'm already happy I brought this up. Okay. Because I was like, what? Like for days, I just couldn't stop thinking about this. Check your details. nails right now. Check your nails right now. Oh, I will. Do you have any Girl. hard white lines anywhere on any of them? 
hard white lines? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Below the below the normal nail? Below the normal nail line? No, no, no. Like, you know, like a bed. calcium type of thing? Yeah, like a calcium strip or something like that. Oh, yeah, so. yeah. I've got, I've got a couple there. Right. So that can indicate different medical factors, uh-huh. d- changes in diet. Sexiness. Well, it can it can indicate oh, that, indicate that your body's yeah. not processing a certain thing, right? I have no right. sexiness in my fingernails. It can also just be a place where you caught your finger on something and you got a, a little crease in the nail. Yeah, yeah. I, I know what this one's from. That's, that's from me hitting it with a hammer the right. other day. So that's so like a lot of them are that's from a, injury, but sometimes it can be that kind of thing. Like uh, I, I was gonna say, I have no blemishes. I don't work hard, so I knew that I know my nails are great. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Anne will uh, give me too much shit. I hope I'm not talking out of school, but she has uh, you know issues with her thyroid and whatnot. She's been working on that for years. How dare to, you? Well, I mean, it's it's awful. It's it's a genetic thing, and you know her whole family's uh, dealing with it. She's got to do it. But when things start to go off the rails, she notices her nails aren't top notch. Oh, and if things start to go off the rails, make sure you check on your fingernails. There you go, Doctor Seuss. The, sew that onto a pillow. That sew that on. Sew that into the the thyroid doctor's I, place. I was trying to sew this thing on onto a pillow when I noticed my fingernails. So that'd be the only thing I can think of. Also, uh, nails uh, can be used to test for arsenic. Okay. So, like, and, if, old, and old lace or just one? Just arsenic. So, if if this person, we are still the most obscure theater podcast there is. Yes. Is this the woman, hmm? the mother's toenails and nails? I don't know. We don't know. Who, I was going to ask. We don't know whose nails. I are. would think it's possible. That the spouse is clipping the nails. This is Paul's best detective work I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this has been a mystery for a week now. They yeah. could, they could be, they could be holding lost them for on the child. Evidence. That's what we're talking about too. Mm-hmm. Could be holding it for evidence. Yeah, because there could be trace amounts of poison. Yeah, in the nail. Mm-hmm. And if you were slowly being poisoned. Mm-hmm. So you think that these baby jar can or baby baby food jars need to be handed over to the police for arsenic testing. I'm not saying it's the worst idea. Okay. But also, it could just be some straight-up Howard Hughes crazy shit. Okay. Do, do you rest your case, Paul? Because I have one more fact to lay out about oh, this. Oh! Keep, keep coming. One of the dates. <gasps> Christmas. September 11th, 2001. Stop it! Huh. <laughs> one of the dates okay. was toenail clippings collected into a jar and labeled... September 11th, 2001. Is there a time on the labels as well? <laughs> exactly! <laughs> you went exactly! I said, so either... Before or after. <laughs> That's it! Yeah. So either it's, holy shit, well, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to clip my nails and just remember the day. Right. Or, it's like, oh, I cut, I, <laughs> I stubbed a toe, now i got to clip my nails. This is the worst day ever. Could it get any worse? <laughs> Where do you get all the Gerber <laughs> bottles? <laughs> oh, No! I didn't ask that. Well, like, I mean, this was adult parents? Yeah. Of adult kids? Yeah. Well, they, they, they eating string peas all day? I, I don't know. I don't know. They got a thing for Maybe gazpacho? they were left over. Maybe they were left over from when their child was a, a small child. They just kept a hundred fucking, or how many is it? Uh, uh, not a hundred, not a couple hundred. A hundred? Lots, yeah. Hundred-ish. They probably went out and bought them. Thing is, like, if you're just getting, if you just need to collect stuff, yeah. you can get jars. But if they're all <laughs> Gerber jars. They're repurposed. 
I can back Paul up on that. And you're you're probably <laughs> I got your back. Like why are jars you, are for sale? Why are you getting Yep. Why confirmed. are you getting Gerber jars? Yeah. That had food unless you want that food. Yeah. And maybe you're like, I'm not, this is the thing. Here it is. Here's the ultimate. <laughs> Do we know for sure that Gerber baby food does not condense down as it goes bad? That doesn't condense down to just something that looks like a toenail. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it doesn't. And I'm, but this I'm, is jar evaporation. Yeah, yeah. But they've this all been cleaned. That's just science. They've all been cleaned, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this person just likes baby food. Yeah. And is using the toenail thing as an excuse to be like, oh, well, I have to get these for my nails. <laughs> So you you don't think they're testing for poisoning or thyroid I issues? I don't know anymore, but I I, bet, <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> but I bet they are. I was positive a moment ago. I bet they are buying baby food to eat some baby food. Yeah, because they're old people and they're like, hey, you know what'll you know what'll put the old cream through the canister here? What's that? Yeah. A little bit of strained banana. That'll that'll get the old the old lower pipes a moving. That's what it comes to. I, dude, we, when we get that old, we're just babies again. Yeah. So you might as well eat the baby food. They go sliding on through the tubes. I hate to I hate to poo-poo on your idea here, Mattingly. But Which one? Yeah. Which idea? Yes. Uh, <laughs> but I, I think for everything that you've mentioned so far, all of the possibilities. Here, yes. I think you need to be a doctor or have some kind of a testing facility. For all of these things. Don't you? Do they not? Do you know that they didn't ever take these clippings into some professional? I'm assuming they didn't since they were still at the house. Maybe they just took one or two pieces and kept the rest. So they kept the rest as a, as a possible record? Yeah. Okay. Their own record because they don't trust doctors. Clearly these guys don't trust doctors. Because they're dead. I think... <laughs> <laughs> if I were still alive, I would trust doctors more. No. I don't know. I don't know. It's a mystery. It is a mystery. Not and they're mu- dead. Not much of one. But it's <laughs> a mystery. Not, not much of one mystery. my ass. I got no clues. I was like, that was the... <laughs> when I was told that, I was like, that's the weirdest thing. That's I've heard, weird. I've heard of like, you know, whatever. Like you hear like weird habits or twisted habits, but almost all of them, they have a reasoning. And you have like a, a way a to like... reasoning? For keeping, like, bags of poop in your house. You well, seen that? Uh, Did you ever see that one? You the hoarders? You literally introduced, you stopped what I was saying to just throw, literally throw a bag of shit at <laughs> Not figuratively throw a bag of well, shit at Well, I mean, you say that all these weird habits have a reason. There's a specific disorder for people who hold on to their shit, right? Okay, that yeah. if you hear gotta, that, some doctor's going to be like, blankety sure. blank, and you need and to start I'm looking sure at blankety is, blank. Well, I mean, that was, Howard Hughes really did keep yes. his fingernails and shit. And fingernails and urine and jars and, and stuff. And yeah. just thought, yeah. And I it's get crazy. all that. So, like, what I'm trying to say is, like, so you end up going into whatever that flaw is, whatever that disease oh, okay. is. Like, if we Google... You know, keeping, shit packers. Well, did you look up keeping fingernails? I have not. Oh, see? Well, there you go. Look it up. Look it up. Bam, blam. Siri, uh, what's a polite conversation to have with a Chipotle employee? <laughs> <laughs> I found this on the web. <laughs> uh, oh, they just want to hear customer stories. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's a, you should have just told them some stories. There you go. Um, 
Right. So maybe this is like a low level uh, deal of the same deal you're thinking. Some well, I don't know low level. Oh, there might be bags of poop somewhere else that we, they just didn't find. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Have they finished going through the whole house? What do they call? Yes. What, okay. they, what would they call that? What do you call that? It's a uh, kind of hoarding. It is a kind of yeah, whatever. Same with the people who won't like leave their house for whatever. You know, like the that's people, agoraphobia. The who, no, no, no. But like we, you know, we, we talked about the woman who like ate herself into a toilet seat and stuff, and someone just kept. Oh yeah. Oh oh, and then the lady who sat in the chair. Yeah, the the big they lady ate herself in the into a chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a, oh, a specific she disorder. She pooped and peed in the chair. Yeah. Oh. People kept bringing her church food. Man, these cookies are good. <laughs> it was so gross. So this is dark chocolate. Mm. But um, this person otherwise, yeah. outwardly, did not express those kinds of behaviors, right? That, right. That, this was this one wasn't small like, thing. Yeah, exactly. This was an isolated thing. Uh, according to the child. Yeah, so... I don't know. Maybe it's just the one thing that they got to... Yeah. I don't know. I have hundreds of plastic toys stuck in bins that I have no place to put up right now. So who's what? (laughs) Oh, no, 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 no. No, I think Paul is at least as crazy as this person. (laughs) Right now, like... Paul's been very quick to get all this going so that he can deflect. Yeah, yeah. So not deflecting. No one turns I'm the empathizing. Mirror. No. <laughs> I'm empathizing. I don't have any body waste. Yeah. Collected. Collected. Good. I was going to say. It just yeah. goes. I do have body waste. Okay, that's good. <laughs> Plenty of body waste. Right. Yeah. But it does not get stored, labeled, kept in any way. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to think. No. I'm racking my brain. Do I, <laughs> do I secretly have, do I have jars of pee of, anywhere? Because I keep a lot of stuff. Do you ever do any peeing in jars in any capacity? Mm, no, can't say I ever peed in a jar. Road trips. That's what I'm asking, yeah, no. like road trips and stuff. Uh, we, in Kentucky, you have plenty of space to just pull off the side of the road. When, I used, to, when I used to travel a lot, when I, was, when I was younger, like in college, going to summer stock gigs and, and that kind of thing, and I'd have you know like 15-hour drives, that type of thing. That'd have, you know, a, a Gatorade bottle or something like that in the car. And if I didn't want to pull over, if I was somewhere that just out in the middle of nowhere, that I, I, I could do that. I never would risk that in a car. <laughs> I know. You're very, you always get like, a neat car. Uh, no. Yeah. I still don't understand your, um, that you get food to go, but don't eat in your car. No way. Like, it's both, w- w- those two things together conflict in my mind. Oh, yeah. No, Either I'd... eat at the place you're ordering if you oh, don't want food in your car. Oh. <laughs> and be like Jacob. <laughs> Experience that shit. No, thank you. I got better things to do. You wish you could be like Jacob. I, yeah, except when it comes to going inside places to ask for food. I am, I am much this... more comfortable confronting people than Paul is. No shit. That's yeah. why this conversation started with, do you think I'm an asshole? And we all, Paul and I stayed neutral to hear the story you were yeah, telling. Yeah. We gave no, we gave no hypothesis statement. Yeah, yeah. Because you... the answer, the real answer to that question is sometimes. Yeah. Like whatever you want. Yeah. You have no problem pulling that trigger. Yeah. To be very direct and get what you want. And what's funny is that like almost every person who's successful in your profession shares this trait. It's true. Like it takes, We're very direct. Yeah, it takes a, it takes a directness and a confidence mm-hmm. to be on the head of tech and the, and the uh, upper side of tech right. in this in, in this industry. It's true. 
So it's always funny, like whenever someone starts describing someone, I'd be like, I, I literally kind of like, if they start describing someone like Jacob, where they work with, it, I'd be like, well, what's their job? And they'll always say some like high ranking yeah, yeah. position. I'm it's like, the boss. And I'm like, good, that's the person that should be yeah, yeah. there. You want that person in that position. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have that. You need me on that wall. <laughs> um, in fact, uh, some. Uh, some show that I don't work at because I don't want to start talking about any shows that I work at. Yeah. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I had to be delayed the other night because uh, a sub showed up. Uh huh. Inebriated. Oops. <laughs> oh dear. You know who wouldn't show up inebriated? The following sponsor. Do you have shit in your house? Well, congratulations, poop holder. <laughs> We've been looking for you. <laughs> we are Shit Grabbers Incorporated. Yes. We love to grab on shit. We give cash for shit. We will take your shit yeah. and turn it into cash, 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 cash. Today. Cash. Today. Today? Today. Do we have enough cash on us today? Do you have enough shit? Oh, yeah. Because the shit to cash ratio yeah. is very one-sided. Shit is easy to come by. Yeah. Cash is not. We pay pennies on the pound. <laughs> pennies on the pound. <laughs> Penny, penny, pennies on the pound. Yeah. Just look for our van, cashforshit.com. It's the one full of shit. Yeah. It's the one with the windows where you're like, that can't be a van full of shit. Yeah. But it is. Especially if you catch it at the end of the day. Oh, after a collection run? Yeah. Oh, boy. I probably shouldn't tell you this, but if you catch this early in the day, it's filled with gold. Pennies on the pound. <laughs> pennies on the pound. Well, that's right. Shit for gold. Shit for gold. Your shit Becomes our gold. This is the other trick of our business. We have learned the alchemic <laughs> secret Wait, we're to turning give, shit we're into give gold. We give away all of our secrets. Well, but that's the big one. That's what makes the whole business work. Because otherwise, we'd just be idiots running around collecting shit. Yeah. And Who what, would do that? And while we haven't figured out the uh, way to properly do it in the physical realm, on paper, we have figured it all out. Right. So we're not... This is the thing. We don't have it down to a science where we can... can Consistently turn right. shit into gold. No, and because if we could, we just hit the sewer pipes and yeah, yeah, there we go, kings forever and every. But then, but then also, yeah, if we did the process and it went through all the sewer, yeah, then the gold standard would drop through the floor. Exactly, and we can't do that to the economy because gold would be as common as shit. Nor can we do that to the economy right now, but we will be able to one day, eventually, eventually. So. For We've now, had one successful test. We did it one time. Yeah. I still, there are still a few of us who think it was a piece of corn. Yeah. But we're saying gold. Yes. I'm still happy with whatever we turned it into. Whatever it was, it was yellow. Yeah. And it was in shit. Anyways, we put .com on the van. That should imply that we have a website. We don't. No you way. You have to see the van and you have to flag us down. You have, you have, that's the other secret to our business. You have to say, hey, shit van. Yeah. Come over, and get over here. Pennies on the pound. Pennies on the pound. Come and give us some. <laughs> come and get my shit. Enter Hay Scoops <laughs> checkout. Eventually. When we get the webs. Eventually. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want to throw all our, our profits back to the dot com bastards. <laughs> Oh, we should just have arbitrary music for those two, Jacob. Whatever, we'll just go over the top of music on those. Great. Production meeting. We nailed it. Yeah. Where were we? Where are you going to give your toys away? Uh, Right now, it'd be my nieces. Your nieces? They'd get it. 
Do they do they uh, do they know about your toy collection? Do they covet it? Somewhat, yes. I uh, I did a little uh, FaceTime with Eve. Okay, and um, was showing her some of my comic books, and I had all my Fantastic Four figures that I just got, and they're all. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, I want to play with those." And oh, like, never, never until one day. Yeah. But it was just funny because yeah, I, I, like they're meticulously. Uh, put up there in a very curated yeah and, and you know i've got like a flight stand for johnny storm yeah that i had to build out so he's up in the air okay human torches flying and stuff like that so yeah i just bought a bunch more flight stands i got to put together because i've almost got the entire x-men yeah collected now that uh marvel selects is oh yeah i've got all of those last year and a half you do not you lying i definitely know what you're why talking the about. fuck you lying uh yeah, that that'd be it. well, and so, but but I do want them to want the toys. Yes, so that's why I keep sending old <laughs> I, She-Ra I want them books. To want them? I send old She-Ra books to to Eve. I want you to want toys. Yep. And I sent the, they just came out with a new golden book of She-Ra and a golden book of He-Man, mm-hmm. and I bought those, and I and they came out with three Star Trek golden books, and I sent all those to yeah. Eve and uh, Nora. So hopefully they'll get. Real nerdy as babies, and yeah, one day they'll be like, "Wait, Paul has all these awesome toys." Yeah, I want Uncle Paul's toys. Um, <clears throat> I uh, or I'll just give. Was away. was there more to the to the sub who showed up drunk at the show that you don't work out? Right, so I don't work there. Uh, this other show, man, I hate to be in their shoes. Uh, so it was a sub. So it was already a sub. Is it a technical technical position? Sub? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah How yeah. technical? Like uh, walking on ladders. Uh. Yeah. I'm walking on ladders. Ouch! Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this person was basically unable to like hit like the power on button. What? Unable to turn on the power? Yeah, oh, they he, were that drunk, so they, they were sloppy. Mm-hmm. That was a bad day. It's a bad day. What's and, happening? Uh, uh, What's going wrong? Did uh, they well, go to Chipotle? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's a Chipotle employee during the day, and uh, somebody was apparently very rude to him. We were like, you're drunk. And he's like, can't you at least say, how are you? <laughs> Treat me like a person. I'm a person. I'm not just a drunk. I'm definitely I'm a, a person. I'm a person. Blah. So this, this delayed opening uh, the house of this show. Yeah. And they having to get somebody else in to, to do something. Right. Well, that was the idea. And then... Trying to find out who that was going to be since we were already one level in, you know? Yeah. So then it is either we, like, start, like, a half hour late or someone really heavily supervises. And this is not a union. This is not a a technical union house. Uh, It is. It is? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. (laughs) At this location, my eyes just got venue, big. At that venue, which means it's it's a diff, it's even stickier to try to navigate. Yeah, um, you document. Yeah, did you get some video? <laughs> I did not get any video. Uh, no, it just turns out that that the, the, the uh, yeah, self corrected, sobered up, pot of coffee, ready to go. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. <laughs> really. That, yeah, the person we just we just either is either start the show half hour later or, or shut the show close to on time, right? And the funny thing is, so like, say you had to go out there and like talk to Vamp. people online and 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 yeah and and 
right. you know, say, hey, you know, Stall. normally we're opening, but uh, we're just fixing a few things. So, like, then you're like, what do you say in that situation? Do you, so you start saying, like, we just have to fix something. A little technical difficulty. We just got to yeah. get it get it fixed and then uh, patched. And someone was like, is that going to fall on us? Is there something that could fall? <laughs> and I was like, oh, whoever that person is has a deal with, like, oh, shoot, any excuse you make also sounds terrible for the people <laughs> yep. coming in. There's no way around it. Wow. Um, and you're like, no, nothing, nothing a pot of black coffee can't fix. Uh, but it was, it was interesting. And they're like, oh, somebody drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he just means somebody's drunk, guys. Oh, he's drunk. Oh, he drunk. Guys, five, somebody he drunk. drunk. Oh, he drunk. Um, yeah. So, uh, if anybody's been watching Fool Us this season, it's good to know Allison's already gotten in two see you soons this season. Nice. Did she? Yeah. Nice. So if you listen at the very end, I've tried. I always try to make Allison say "see you soon" at the end of yeah. of, of, of Fulis episodes. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, done. I got in two, and yeah. yeah, I think I got in three last year, and then year before I only got one. So it was very exciting to get the one. And but I like that our that when Fulis ends on the same line that our podcast ends on. That's my favorite. Thing. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty good. Um, I've been given an air date. Oh, great! Oh, yes. shit! It's happening. It is happening. Some of you might not even know at all, but I'm sh- most of you absolutely do. Uh, but I am a contestant this season on Fool Us. Mm-hmm. And I'm not allowed to tell you the results of it. Right. Guess. <laughs> guess, everybody. Well, well, it's either yes or no. Uh, Take a big guess. I'm, not allowed, I'm allowed to just tell you that September 9th episode, I'll be competing on Penn & Teller Fool Us. Great. I cannot tell you whether I successfully fooled Penn & Teller with the trick that Penn taught me. Right. But I can't. Tell you, I'm going to be on the air September <laughs> And you were happy with it. You were happy with the. I appearance. was happy with it. Yeah, I have to tell you. So, so I was cagey about it. You know, like here's here's what here's what's happening. I wanted to uh, uh, get paid more, and and I and I and I didn't. Right. <laughs> so I said, hey, I use that immediately as leverage to be like, all right. Well, I've been touring as a magician for two years. Can I can I submit to the show then as a contestant? So they, which never, no one's ever done. Fair enough. Working on the show. Well, no one's ever been a magician for two years on working on the show either. <laughs> right, 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 right. So I said, they said, okay. And the thing that I knew, and this is for anyone even listening who is a magician or, or people who know magicians or, or thought about trying to get on Fool Us or even inventing a trick to get on Fool Us, which, which we have had happen, and I wish that would happen more. Um, uh I knew that I was uh, things that I had going in my favor that I was American. The right. show is that this season particularly is the first season that more foreign contestants than than um, American contestants were on the show, and that means money. That doesn't mean anything. There's, not, there's nothing about like taste. It's, it's just, just expensive it to get money, work visas. I know the that whole, whole deal. Bit. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah, when you're coming here to be on a television show, you can't say like it's just for fun. Um, so you got to go through the real work papers process to get people over here to to compete, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's just I'll tell money. you a work visa story as soon as you're done with this. <laughs> and that's just money. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then um, comedically, you know, like there's a lot of there aren't as many comedy magicians out there that do television friendly tricks. So sure. I knew that being comedic, they keep dying. They just keep getting killed because of that that guy that serial murder. <laughs> That that kills only yeah. comedy magicians. The, is this the is this your card murderer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, there is a very it's never your card. Have never you watched? It's always a gun. <laughs> have you watched? I think you should leave. Have no. you watched? Have you watched any of that? No. Is that the old improv show? It's no. It's it's the new uh, sketch show from uh, oh, what's his name from Second City? Yes. Uh, oh, why, why am I Tim uh, Robbins? Yes. 
Oh my! I haven't watched any of it. No. Oh my! So there is a there is a magician sketch that you've got to see. Oh, okay, good. You've got to see it, and it's and it's. <laughs> you just got to see it. I, I, I don't. Even, I'm yeah. going to show it to you. Okay, good. Because I want to spoil it because I can't do it any justice. Okay, good. It's very. It's just a good one. Yeah. Uh, but that reminded me of that. Okay. Uh, 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 so I knew as American comedy. Mm-hmm. Last ingredient: no cards. I was doing something that was not a card. They trick. hate cards. It's not that they the hate. The camera hates cards. The camera hates cards. If you look at Fool of Season 1, about half of the tricks are card tricks, including Piffs. Do you remember right. the game show Card Sharks? I do remember that. Right? Too many cards on that show. Well. <laughs> cameras hated that <laughs> show. Hated that. They weren't playing with hosted. regulation decks. Was, <laughs> they were giant, camera-friendly cards. <laughs> And you'll find it's very difficult to manipulate that size deck yeah. in any sort of magic routine. Yeah. However, that's next year for you. <laughs> you know, do uh, a giant Penn and card Tellers, trick. Penn and Tellers did a did they do uh, a giant card trick with forklifts. With forklifts, yeah. Using forklifts to oh, shuffle. How funny. And I was born out of straight sarcasm talking to the network. It was done with like, just like we can't. It's like like when they got the lineup for their show, special. They're, they're like, like the cards are really hard. They're like, well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we just get giant cards and we'll shuffle them with forklifts? And the network was like, great. great. And they're like, okay. <laughs> and they did it. Oh, they've done everything. You can't beat them to a punch on that shit. I know. And they then, have done it all. And so the network said yes. And so they're like, well, fuck it, we'll go down. And so they had to get certified because for television, so they get certified right. as forklifters or whatever. It's not. I am a certified fork truck operator. Are you? Yes. From my days working at the uh, Sherwin Williams factory. Oh, hilarious! Yeah, that doesn't keep up. I mean, you. you, you oh, what? Yeah, no. Well, sure, I'm still. Yeah, it's a lifetime appointment. Those things, those things, they turn on a dime. Yeah, not at all. They turn on a dime. <laughs> I'm sure forked truck technology has evolved somewhat in the 28 years since I've piloted. Not let's, much. Let's say no. Okay, not Pro- much. Probably not much. You're probably nope. right. But they have an ama- they have an amazing turning radius. It's one of those things. Right. Forklifts are one of those things that make you think like the black box argument from comedians with planes. Oh right. Why don't they make the whole plane out of the black box? Right. And it's like, why don't they make cars with turning radiuses like forklifts? Yeah. yeah. You know who can make cars with turning radiuses <laughs> like forklifts? The following sponsor. We make forklifts that turn on a dime. We also make cars that turn on forklifts. We also make lifts that turn on forks. We make forks that turn on dimes. That's right. We, you've ever seen a fork hit on a dime and the dime just totally falls for a hook, line, and sinker and that dime is like, what a sexy fork. That was us. Yeah, we made that happen. We make forks that turns on dimes. Go to forksthatturnedondimes.com, formerly baggyshitgrabber.com. Hey, dime, have you done something different with your hair? I turned on a fork. Oh, I'll, I'm late. I was going to try to turn you on, but you already turned on by another fork. Yeah, I'm going to go suck this fork's dick. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to I'm gonna suck this fork so hard, it's going to turn into a spork. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull the base of the tines forward in my mouth until only the tips of the tines remain, <laughs> and the rest of the tines become a de facto spoon Dime. surface. That's I sucking. am going to turn a fork into a spork in my mouth with the just through, just through my suck. Sure, hard sucking dimes were an unintended side effect of our business, but we stand by it. Also, if you get a hard sucking dime in your pocket, you're happy all day. <laughs> uh, Who's on the dime? Uh, Grover Eisenhower? Cleveland. Grover Cleveland. 
I think it's Wilson Phillips. Wilson Phillips. That's the one. <laughs> Hold on for one more dime. Let me see who's on the dime. Hold on for one more dime. It is Eisenhower. Siri, uh, what do you talk to a Chipotle employee about? <laughs> Oh, it is Eisenhower. It is Eisenhower. (laughs) Franklin Delano Eisenhower. Um, uh, Anyways, oh, that was the story where where Penn was dating Debbie Harry at the time. Mm -hmm. And because they had to get certified and go down and practice at a a yard. I think they had to get certified not for television, but to practice where they were practicing. That's what I think is, if I'm remembering the story correctly. Of course, Penn tells it better, by the way, everybody. Of he course. Had to, he had to get certified to date Debbie Harry? Yes. Yeah, and they went and practiced in the yard? <laughs> she turns this on a dime. This story gets so fucking hot. <laughs> uh, but she was dropping him off every day to at the yard to, like, at this, like... The uh, fork truck facility? Yeah, in Jersey. She goes, <laughs> and she said one, to him one morning, you know... If I wanted to date a forklift driver who worked in Jersey, I would have skipped the whole Blondie thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, Fair. It's a great story. That's awesome. But, uh, yeah. So I said, you know, this trick kills on the road. It's my closer. When I open for Piff, and goes, have Penn and Teller seen it? And I said, factually, no. Penn and Teller saw my first show True. Uh, where I tried this trick. And it's changed a lot since then. They didn't ask me whose trick is it, right? So the answer is Pendulum. <laughs> it's the trick, um, you know. So uh, <laughs> now I don't want to break any of the rules. So I just let you know. That who knows whether I did or didn't fool them? Who on can this say? Day. Who can hey, say? Yeah. But when it airs, there's a funny story about <laughs> that Penn and Teller's conversation. Right when they try to figure out whether or not I fooled them. Oh, out. no. <laughs> oh, I, I have a real guess as to what that conversation is. It's just funny. It's not. It's not nothing too crazy. It's no, no, I, I don't think it is. But yeah. I, I have a real guess as to what that is. And yeah. I hope I'm right. Yeah. Because yeah. that's really funny if it so is. So I'll tell that story. But it's September 9th. I'll be on the September 9th episode nice. of Penn and Teller Fool Us. Exciting. Make sure mm-hmm. to clip your toenails that day. I will. I will. Is the psychic put them chicken in, a jar. in it? Do you know? I haven't seen the... The clip clip. No, yeah. I haven't seen the prepackaged right. clip. Fingers crossed there's a psychic chicken appearance. Yes, I hope so too because it'd be fun. They wanted pictures <laughs> of other stuff and I was not quick to supply those things. Right. Because I didn't they were like really trying to like bring out this bigger story that I was like, I don't know if the story's true. Um <laughs> about me. And uh and I just wanted and also I knew that after the taping that my trick ran long. Oh right. So I was like, I hope that package is real short. And then I, maybe I bought myself another minute. That's what I was kind of hoping. This is all just me and my brain. I have yeah, no yeah. way you, of confirming this is even practice of anyone might, who's on the show. But there's a possibility you become like a full 15-minute segment. There's a possibility of that. Right? I doubt it. Mm. It's a possibility. Did they sometimes do, what do they do? Three segments per show? They tend to do four contestants per show and yeah. the Penn and Teller trick. Okay. There have been times where the Penn and Teller trick is so long. They do three contestants. They've done three contestants, okay. yeah. Um, and that's always bad news because we, we film enough to have more than four contestants per show. Right. Somebody's, Somebody's getting bumped. Get but just at a sheer, at a sheer television, for sheer television reasons. Like, for example, the opening uh, episode this year was Copperfields and that ended up being broken up into two segments. Mm-hmm. So that meant... Somebody, uh, somebody hit the floor. Somebody hit the floor. That's, that's actually that, the episode that I was supposed to appear That means on. we need 51 magicians to do the season instead of 52. Yeah. Oh. Um, 
So it'll be it'll be interesting. So a friend of mine uh, is, is I believe she I believe she has gone overseas now, but she was going overseas to appear on a very successful television show. I don't know why I'm being cagey about this at all. Britain's Got Talent. She was going overseas to appear on Britain's Got Talent. Now that, yeah, uh, because you know the people that I know, and that's a big television show that's filming right now. Right. Uh, so she was going overseas to appear on Britain's Got Talent. She has appeared on uh, Britain's Got Talent before. She's also appeared on America's Got Talent. She's appeared on multiple seasons of America's Got Talent. She's only appeared on one season of Britain's Got Talent. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's as far into, de- into that detail I need to go. Uh, so Ta- she says, "You guys know how television works." Okay, so there's a television. <laughs> ah, what you do is if you look inside, you'll find a fan and a Gerber jar filled with nail clippings. Yes. That's how TVs work. That, that, in a nutshell. Yeah. In a, so, in a Gerber jar. This person is not an American citizen. This woman is not an American citizen. She's she's in America. Send her back. Work Send her back. <laughs> That's not racist, Paul. Whoever, okay. whoever yelled, that's a patriot. I know it's yeah. not. Of course. Well, I would never say anything racist. Yeah. Not a racist bone in his body. <laughs> we live in a nightmare hellscape. So she's raised by the blood of the innocent. She lives in the U.S. on a work visa. <laughs> and uh, so she told Britain's Got Talent. She said, uh-huh. great. Um, and she, she had literally made no requests to the show at all. I mean, they, they had negotiated a fee and everything else. But, uh, you know, a modest fee. Uh-huh. And, of course, they're paying for her travel to get over there. Yes. And she says, great, uh, I land at, at something like 7.30 a.m., mm-hmm. and then we have a rehearsal at noon. Between my landing at 7.30 a.m. and the rehearsal at noon, I need for someone to take me to the embassy, to the American embassy, to deal with some visa uh, visa work. Because the way that her visa is structured right now, wherever she goes, she has to then go to the American embassy over there and get in. the and get yeah to and do stuff. I don't know what all she has to do over okay. there. Okay, but but she has to do something there so that she can get back into the U.S. when when she's done. Oh, okay. And they say their response is, uh, "That's a that's a personal trip. Uh, it's legal for you to come here, so that we consider that to be a personal trip. Uh, and so uh, we will not be providing you with transportation. You know, she's asking for someone to drive her to the embassy, right? And they are refusing." Saying that that is a personal trip. Is there Uber and so her, in Britain? And so her response is, I believe there is, but this is now that is now not no longer the point. Okay. Adios. Yeah, her response <laughs> is, well, I wouldn't have to go to the embassy if, if I weren't I coming over yeah. to do your, your show. show. Yep. So that makes it not a personal trip. And so if you're not going to provide that, since I haven't asked for anything else, uh, I'm just not going to do the show. That's, that's just going to be the deal breaker. Yeah. Boom. And they held to that. That that was going to be a personal trip that they would not give her a car and driver for. Oh, and they they emailed her back a uh, a picture of the uh, London tube schedule. Oh dear! They emailed her back like, <laughs> "Here's a schedule of the sub. Here, here's the subway runs that day. You can take you can take the subway and get over there." Whoever the judges are, it must be expensive. Yeah, that's so strange. Yeah, really did weird. She, did she not go? No, she she ended up talking to a different producer. And the different producer said, "Oh, of, of course, of course, <laughs> right? Yeah." So she she was talking to a smaller fish. Oh, oh yes, oh yes. <laughs> and once, I that, get once it. that got bumped up, we need to give you approximately forty more dollars, right? This is in a, travel money. Yes. I get this. This is uh, someone was afraid to go talk to their boss. I think so. That's that's this was going on there. Yeah, 
Someone's like, uh, there's a subway. Right. You can take it. So I, do, I just love that they sit out for the British Jared, though. <laughs> He's no joke. You look kind of Blimey! Young. Right! I'll be having one off on your children, then. <laughs> hey, right? I'm British Jared. I love me some vegetable subs and touching kids. That's what I do. Also, I live in the subway. <laughs> of course I do, because I'm Jared. I'm a mole person. I like to eat fresh <laughs> babies. <laughs> Subway, eat fresh babies. Aside I'm from Jared. babies, I'm a vegetarian. You know, I like to walk around my yard and show off my fat pants. <laughs> I had fat pants. They could be uh, basically... Basically, I had pants what could double as a sail for a yeah. small schooner. And what I do is I've taught off a leg, right? And so when I'm walking around in my one pant leg that I fit in now that I'm so skinny, right? I have a whole sack that I could shove babies That's into. That's right. I've got a spare baby leg. <laughs> Call that me baby leg. Just baby grabbing leg, a penny Australia. His baby leg. <laughs> he puts those kids in his baby leg. I'm Jared. Eat fresh babies. You know what's great on babies? The teriyaki uh, sauce that you can get at Subway. Oh yeah, isn't it? Yeah, you can get you can get that mu- that sweet mustard sauce. But I thought you could only get that on the chicken teriyaki. British Jared. When you're Jared, you can get anything you fucking want. He <laughs> shoves his baby on that Italian urban cheese bread. I got a baby in my mouth right now. You didn't even see it. <laughs> I'm Jared, British Jared from Subway. British baby and smuggling Jared. British baby smuggling Jared. Yeah, love their babies. Nom, 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 nom. I'll do what I like. I lost a lot of weight. I deserve this. <laughs> oh, if Jared had made that argument publicly at some point. Oh, I'm sure he made that argument. I lost the weight. Let me have my kids. Look, I'm oh, not even... The weight of the child that I have stolen does not even get to the point of what I used to weigh. I could keep this kid in my pants and I still weigh less than I used to weigh. That's how much weight I lost. (laughs) I lost more than this kid. (laughs) I'm entitled. Technically, I can have as many babies as what I used to weigh. I'm allowed to have that weight in babies. I'm allowed to have that weight in babies. Is that the weight? Is that the law in Great Britain? It's the law in Jaredville, where I live. Also, I opened up a Chili's. <laughs> Just so I could do that whole baby back thing. <laughs> Just I like, took my baby back, baby. Just back. like Fat Bastard. You, you'll never get your baby back, baby back, baby back. <laughs> Reeves. By the way. Uh, you no, have it back. No, thanks. As we head into a uh, scoop mail here, I, uh, you know, I told this stove burner story. Uh-huh. Getting a range of responses. Yes, one which was uh, no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> Put on your sunglasses. A range of responses. Range of responses. Oh, oh God, that's good. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> well done, me. I should qualify if you're going to write in. I meant not drunk. We all have terrible drunken stories. <laughs> A lot of people are like, I sympathize with you. When I was hammered, I was like, no, no, no. I was sober. <laughs> That's, of course, drunk. You do dumb things drunk. Right. Uh, so I just wanted to get that in there. Uh, some fireman saying that... Uh, uh, you said, could th- trace it. 
No, oh, oh no, fireman just saying. Uh, Nick Nick Newman is a fireman, which was like it's just it's just a giant pilot light. So it was the safest thing you could right. have done, as long as you don't have food. On, uh, as long yeah, as you yeah. didn't have a pot on there or anything else on there. That, that's, well, that's what I was saying. I think you, I think yeah. you were perfectly safe. Yeah. Several people did tweet at me and at us uh, saying that if the fire if the, if there had been a fire. The fire inspector probably would have noticed that the uh, the oven knob was on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The they would have high looked tech, at they would the have looked at the tech knob. version of looking to see that it, it was on. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, duh. fair enough. What, good what, job, fire inspector. Well, what would, that's a good day for like first guy in the job to be like, oh, is this burner why? It's on. That's like a good like whoa. Well, if you inspect it, like, good job, Ted. Why it would still be going if it was a fire, right? <laughs> like the rest of the fire wouldn't if stop. The whole thing that. exploded or blew away or whatever. You would find the the panel. I'm oh, sure. you would if it all blew away and exploded. You're yelling at the guy on Twitter. Don't yell at me. You wouldn't find nothing. I'm saying if it was if it's. I think we might be talking about different levels of fire. If it's clear enough to Paul see and I are the only knobs, talking about movie like explosions. If houses. it's clear enough to see the knobs, yeah, then the fire's still going. It's like, it's oh, oh, look, the knob is still on. Yeah, chief. There's also a fucking fire. <laughs> right it's next also to it. on the, the the stove is still lit. Yeah. I told you not to call me chief. Look, All you're the, you arguments. are the first Native American to join our volunteer <laughs> fire department. We're calling you chief. <laughs> we don't care. Uh, oh. All of these arguments were unconvincing to my wife, by the way. And ah. then he throws a bucket of water she, on it. She was no less perturbed. No. Yeah. Chief throws a bucket of water on it. Flame that's just, my. That's flame my. Flame just gets bigger. Yeah. <laughs> flame just gets bigger. What the fuck, Chief? Whoop. Sorry. Chief, use fire water. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Whoops! Wrong button. I guess we're done. <laughs> Oh, oh, Chief need go see someone. Chief need therapy. You know, some days, Chief, I don't hate Paul Mattingly. Chief, uh, I understand you had some trouble with the job. You threw fire water on a fire? Yeah. Yes, Chief, Chief threw fire water on a fire. Chief made a mistake. <laughs> Chief, have you, uh, are you, are you under a lot of undue stress? Mm, well, Chief does have high stress job. Chief, tell you this. Chief have dreams, reoccurring dreams, nightmares, really. Chief one day dream he is teepee. Next night, dream he is wigwam. I hate you. Oh, hate ch- you. Chief, I hate chief. waiting this long to apologize for Paul's humor. Chief, Chief, I know what your problem is. You're too tense. <laughs> oh. I'm experiencing a range of emotion. A range of emotion. Let's get to some scoop mail. Oh, fine. We'll put the rest of it on the back burner for now. (laughs) We all want it from a scoop of root canal. Hey there, face fuckers. A scoop of root canal here. Jacob, in episode 591, you asked if anyone knew about putting a tooth in milk uh, to write in. Well, that is my specialty. Oh. Chief, Chief, know now who culprit is for fire. Who? Oh. Lone Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> no surprise. That was good. 
I am a root canal specialist. A what? Or as Paul could not pronounce, an endodontist. Endo, meaning inside. Dontist, meaning person who works on teeth. Dontist is a kind of Jurassic dinosaur. Don't thought, get me started. I thought dentists worked on teeth. Dontist. I mean endodentist. It says endodontist. Endodontist. Raining Unfortunately the land. for Matt and Arr. Jacob, Paul is correct about putting a knockdown. A uh, proper term is avulsed. I'm sorry. Tooth into milk. A little background here. The root of a tooth connects to the bone of your jaw by a ligament that is covering it. The longer that ligament is out of the mouth, it will begin to die and then not reconnect to the bone. So how can you keep that ligament from dying, you ask? By keeping it hydrated. The best thing is a balanced saline solution. Because most people don't have that handy, milk is the next best thing. Why? Not really the calcium, but because it is a non-acidic solution that is often close at hand and will keep the tooth hydrated. Uh, tap water can often be a bit acidic, which is not good, so milk is the best if a proper saline solution is not handy, unless you want to tuck your kid's tooth under your lip to keep it wet with saliva. That is also appropriate. Paul was correct in what he read. The best thing is to stick the tooth back in the socket and hold it gently until you see a dentist who can position it properly and splint it in place to heal. Because some people, like Matt, would likely be squeamish about sticking a tooth in someone's head. It is recommended to put it in a liquid uh, under 30 minutes and and the tooth will almost always reattach. Over two hours out of the mouth in milk or 30 minutes of the tooth being dry and the success of it reattaching uh, drops a lot. Remember, don't touch the root or you hurt the ligament. If it is dirty, you can run it under a very gentle water to clean it, but never scrub it before putting it back in. Lastly, a knocked out adult tooth that is replanted in the mouth should have a root canal treatment started within 7 to 10 days. And there you have it. The more information than you wanted and hopefully more than you will ever need, fucking you in your face until your teeth are knocked out. That's a scoop of root canal. That is a great male Except for the Paul is right part. Yeah. Did not like that Paul part. Paul was right by accident. He had what? All, you had all the wrong reasoning to do to do what you were doing. Nah, Everything he described was not what you said. I don't know. That is true. So nah, everyone who's know. been doing it has been doing it for the wrong reasons. Nah, Paul was accidentally correct. And that nah, matters. Nah, I don't know. <laughs> nah. Chief joined fire department because father tell him, Chief, you brave. Also, doesn't milk have lactic acid? I don't know. No, it's a base. How low can you go? But yeah, because you get lactic. It's a base, or it's an acid, but it's a base acid. No. It's oh a base. God. It's a base. It has acidic content, but it's a base. It, it, it registers base in basic and pH. Yes, I think that's right. Okay. I mean, it. it, it you bet your sweet acidophilus. You have to be careful which kind of milk, probably. Well, that, and he said two hours. So you buy yourself an hour and a half by not doing yeah, yeah. water. Maybe. And that saline's better than that anyway. If you right. get, like, really purified water. Just hold it in your mouth. Or some saline. Just get some saline. Just take the tooth and hold it under your tongue. Saline, keeping my tooth alive until I can get proper dental. I misheard and heard baleen, so if I lose a tooth, I'm going to shove it in the mouth of a whale. Oh, Fine. you're never getting that also back. Also works. Like, you're never whale. getting that back. Let's to the dentist, and then I ride a whale to the dentist. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I lost your tooth among the many krill that I streamed through my baleen. My baleen. I stream. I stream. I 
maybe it's my balloon. I'll never tell. Oh, I'm the whale from my balloon. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. If only my life had porpoise. <laughs> we got one here from Umpire Scoop. Hey guys, love the show. I've been listening since day one. Maybe here is my crack addict story. Whoa! At about nine a.m., I got in my van for a quick trip to the grocery store. I, I got back. Crack. I got back to the parking lot around uh, nine thirty. I went inside and I went about my day. Around six p.m., someone knocked on my door. I answered, and it was one of my neighbors telling me that my van was just idling in the parking lot. Yep, my non-crack crack addict brain had me leave my van idling in the parking lot for eight and a half hours. Hope that makes you feel better. Fuck you in your face. Uh, formerly the uh, formerly known as Resident Rules Scoop, now Umpire Scoop. Umpire Whoa. Scoop. What happened? He left his car idling for eight hours. Uh, yeah. After bringing in groceries. Yeah. Maybe. Also didn't start a fire. I retold he this on. I retold my, my burner story briefly on Penn Sunday School as well. Oh yeah. Only because Penn almost died from carbon monoxide poisoning from leaving his car on by going upstairs and going to sleep. And his, ah. and his bedroom was above his garage. Oof. Yeah, that'll, that'll do it. Um, so I was like, how did he, you understand? How did he wake up? So the funny thing is when I was talking Lucked to him, out. I was telling the story about leaving my burner on. And he said, and then you came home and found it on. And still, I said, nope, my wife did. That's the only time he went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then he understood yeah. completely. Yeah, he was like, oh, your wife came home. Yeah. Yeah. Then he, was, then he was completely sympathetic instantly. Yeah. If he'd had a carbon monoxide burner, he'd been fine. Or carbon dioxide. Burner? Is it monoxide? Carb- carbon monoxide. I think either, I think, is bad if it They're builds not, up right? in a room. Well, oh, yeah. We put out carbon, di- carbon Di- dioxide, dioxide. Yes. Which is what plants crave. Plants crave it! <laughs> We've got what plants crave! Give me some of that C-Dox! Yeah. The monoxide is just one oxide in it. Yes. So we need to develop a technology that adds an oxide to uh, emissions. There you did. You just paused to save the planet, everybody. Done. Carbon trioxide. Do or do not. There is no trioxide. <laughs> Mon will try anything once. <laughs> Creamer Adams says, hey guys, I sympathize with Matt leaving his stove burner on. I've done plenty of stupid things like that myself, but I'll focus just on backing into things in my own driveway. (laughs) First up, my kid. My wife's friend was living with us for a while. She parked her car in the turnaround because our driveway is wide enough that there's still plenty of room. But I backed into her car one day. Another time, I backed into the garage door that closed as I was putting the opener in my pocket. Time. That same friend was borrowing her sister's car, and I backed into that. <laughs> this all happened within the span of a year. This was at a time when my kids were still in booster seats. I think there were five and six. The most important part is, Matt, you need to pay attention to this. Every time I backed into something was when I was in a frantic rush trying to herd the kids into the car for school with lunch boxes and backpacks uh, while trying to figure out uh, when I could fit in, letting my boss know that I was going to be late for work. Yep. My Been kids there. are now 12 and 14. They're 19 months apart, so I have some idea of what Matt is going through. Definitely. Until both kids get to an age where they can go to the bathroom, wipe their asses, and wash their hands without supervision, life is fucking crazy. Yeah. Please. I would rather try to teach cats to march in formation than go through that again. 
any parent acting alone. Wait a minute. That seems like it'd be kind of hilarious to try to teach cats to march in formation. <laughs> Good point. I think I'd rather just do that anyway. It's it is like it is amazing how long it takes to get two kids out of the house. Like even you, trying to instill a sense of urgency and efficiency in children is one of the most frustrating things. Do you trying just to get, do, you do, you like, have, do you just be like socks, guys, shoes, go outside? Yeah, go into ice cream. When you have your two kids here, it, it, yeah. Like I've seen you, I've seen you pack your kids up into the car <laughs> at your house. Yeah, I've seen you pack your two kids up into the car from the churn. Yeah. By the time you're packing them up at the churn to leave, they both want to leave. Yeah, because they've been here for hour and a half, two hours. Yeah, they have run out of things to do on the iPad and the phone. Yeah, and they're ready to go. Yeah, still a fucking production. It's still, still just like, you're trying to get them to do something that they obviously want to yeah. do. It is just the worst. Yeah, and like yeah, when they finally get their own socks and shoes on their own, game changer. Still takes forever. Yeah. Now the joke I had when they were both like two different ones, two different diapers, both had to be buckled in on their oh, own. Yeah. Both had to get their socks and shoes on. I said, "Joke that if you, if you want, if you want, if you made plans to me at 10 a.m., I definitely could be there by four o'clock. Right? No problem. No problem. Single parent. Yeah. No problem. Uh, let's say any parent acting alone who can get two little kids somewhere vaguely on time and with most of the stuff that they need for the event deserves a goddamn medal. So, Matt, what you're really doing, uh, really fu- is really fucking hard. Uh, even though you left the stove on, you're still doing a good job. Being able to manage 70% of the chaos that comes with two little kids is a huge win. So just keep doing your best because your best is pretty damn good. And it will get better as they get older and more independent. Or Whoa. it will get worse. That's true. I added that last part. Yeah. <laughs> Piggy fucking you in the face. That's Creamer Adam. Thank you, Creamer Adam. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's one of those just, you just don't. You just don't want to be capable of gross negligence. People wrote me privately about, like, you know, like, hey, it's not just drug addicts. Here's someone who just let their kid die in a car. And I was like, oh, thanks. Uh, (laughs) I did see a good one. I think it was on Scoop Group. That was because people on social media have been talking about this. It was uh, some some publication recommends uh, putting something important in the back seat with your child so that you won't forget (laughs) the kid. Right. (laughs) And then the meme is just a picture of a kid going, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm important. <laughs> if you put your bags of shit in back there, yeah, exactly. you won't forget the right. kid. Exactly. There's a coupon. Coupon to Arby's. There's a Bed Bath & Beyond there. 20% off coupon. Oh, coupon, coupon. <laughs> it's time to do a little jock versus nerd. You want to do a little jock versus nerd action? Oh, am I? Fuck yeah. I'm on the hunt for balls. On the hunt for balls. Yeah. <laughs> and we got one here from Stone Cold Scoop Austin. Hello, oh, you yeah. sexy beasts. Been a while since chatting, caught up after being away for a year or so. Glad to hear that the same ruckus still makes me laugh my ass off <laughs> and makes people around me question my life choices. <laughs> Anyhow, here's a scoopity for you to enjoy. Remember, Matt, a couple of years ago, you lost my game by one question. The answer to that question was Alex Rodriguez because he's hated still as a Yankee. That's true. Try not to make that same mistake again. Who knows? He may be placed in here several times over. Love you guys oh, and Jesus. fucking you uh, in the face, then hitting a stone, uh, stunner, stone cold scoop, uh, uh, then hitting a stunner, stone cold scoop Austin. There you go. Lack 
of punctuation. Hit the stunner. The stunner. My God. My God. He stunned him. Oh, there was... Um, rock bottom. Rock bottom. The... the, the um, oh, my God. He broke him in half. Yes. Is, is that, isn't that Stone Cold Steve Austin? No. Oh. That's that's the moment when uh, Undertaker threw Mankind off the steel, steel oh. uh, cage. Somebody has been adding that line, that, that piece of commentary, to different... Uh, NBA uh, dunks oh, yeah. and like, blocks and stuff, <laughs> and, it's, and it's pretty great. <laughs> he broke him in half. My God, somebody stop the damn match. Stop the damn match. Yeah. He, he killed him. Oh, that's I swear great. to God, he killed him. The categories are pinstripes again, urban dictionary, random knowledge, and trigger warning. Oh, well, I'm going first. I'll try pinstripes again for 200. I'm going to play this game as JR. Got it. Uh, this man holds the most saves for a closing pitcher and was just inducted into Cooperstown. Uh, that's Mariano Rivera. Alex Rodriguez. <laughs> Alex Rodriguez. I'm not forgetting my helpful hints. There you go. It is It is Big Mo. He is the inventor of Mariano sauce that we all love with our cheese sticks. Certainly. <laughs> uh, Paul, it's your turn. Well, I'll tell you what, King, oh, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and take trigger warnings for 200 I already hate this game. Let's see what we got, King. Disney World may have gone to cap guns on the Jungle Cruise, uh, but this gun is used at Disneyland to scare the hippos. Uh, PETA stopped letting us shoot them. True story. Are they looking for the kind of gun? I guess. It's a, it's a forty five. Okay, let's see. A 37 special. Oh, I was close. <laughs> Just a few numbers You're only eight off, off, King. Just eight off, King. Within 10. Within 10. <laughs> Matt, your turn. I'll take uh, Urban Dictionary for 200, please. Uh, she, he's out of your league, yet anytime she, he needs a favor, she, he's really nice to you. Oh, what's the Urban Dictionary term for that? Yeah. Um, teddy bearing? Oh, let's see. Calendar girls or boys. Oh. Yeah. There you go. It's because good it's all about the dates when they need you. I'll go pinstripes again for 400. The Rocket. This pitcher was a starter before joining the Houston Astros, but returning uh, to close out his career. Bird killer. That's just, that's just, um. Isn't he the one that killed that bird? No, that's, that's a big unit. Oh, I got. I get yeah, the rocket of, in the uh, big unit. Yeah, you're thinking of uh, what, uh, Randy uh, Johnson. That's who I Pitchford. was. That's who Owner I was. Of Randy Pitchford. Randy Pitchford. That's uh, the rocket. <laughs> go, go ahead, Paul. I don't know who the rocket is. It's Clemens, isn't it? Michael is Clemens. It? Is it's Michael it? Michael Clemens? It's Michael Michael Lemons. Michael Jeremy. Lemons. Michael Lemons. Isn't, wait, is that his name? Shit, I can't think of his name now. <laughs> I can picture him. It's Bloody Sock Guy. No. It's not Bloody Sock Guy? The Rocket is not Bloody Sock Guy. Oh. But you had the name right. It is Clemens. Yeah. Roger Clemens, yeah. yeah. Who's Bloody Sock Guy? That's Kurt a Roger Schilling. Clemens? It is Kurt Schilling. Yeah, very different. That is, yeah, very, very different. different, suddenly unlikable people. Yes. <laughs> Kurt Schilling, also video game guy. Both very likable as athletes. Became Failed very Unlikable as non-athletes. Right. To Failed. be fair, I just want to be clear. I, I was picking Roger Clemens. I just thought that Roger Clemens was the bloody sock guy. Oh, that's funny. Until this moment. Yeah. 
Uh, Paul, your turn. I will go. I tell you what, I think number 400 on trigger warning. Let's do it. Let's try it. A fine lady asked to use the bathroom in this establishment in Canada. She was declined service, so she dropped a log right on the floor. I'm going to say it's a Tim Hortons. Got to be a Tim Hortons, right? It's Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons. <laughs> You'd be hard-pressed to tell the, the difference bits. between that, that <laughs> log she laid and one of them one of their bear claws. That right there, that's a Tim Dam. That's we a, had a Tim a, Dam a bear well, claw. Well-threaded Canadian takedown of Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons. They, started off, they, started, they stopped baking on site. And they uh, started offering all kinds of weird fast food options. And a lot of people don't like the old Tam Hortons anymore. Oh. It's not as I still good. find the donuts to be amazing. Right, yeah, yeah. And different tasting. Matt, your turn. I'll take random knowledge for 200. California law states uh, buildings higher than 200 feet need an airplane beacon. This hotel attraction, now a guardian of the galaxy, sits at 199 feet when built to preserve the illusion of being an old building. I, one, I've never seen uh, in the Guardians of the Galaxy, so I probably don't get that reference. Uh huh. A building one, and he's an airplane beacon, this hotel attraction. Wait. Attraction is the. So it's, a ho- it's an attraction. It's not yes. actually a hotel? It's, an ho- mm. it's a hotel attraction. Okay. Uh, that goes to me. I believe that is the Tower of Terror. Yeah, I was going to say, think David S. Pumpkins. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is the Hollywood Tower of Terror. Uh, Hollywood That's Tower of Terror, now Guardians of the Galaxy, Galaxy ride. I did know that part. Yeah. Okay. It, was, it was phrased oddly. Yeah. Uh, it's my turn. I'm going to go uh, random knowledge for 400. Random knowledge. This video game was developed for $265 million. Dollars, I assume. Yeah. Since 2013, it has now made more than six billion dollars and hasn't stopped or sold more than 100 million copies, and and has sold more than 100 million copies to date. Uh, video game, 2013. It sells copies. It's a video game. Good I'm going to go with video game. <laughs> Final answer. <laughs> I go with video games. I am passing to Paul Mattingly. Who is taking a nap? All right, two hundred and thirty. Wake up, buddy! It's your turn. Twenty thirteen. I'm trying to think what blew up in twenty thirteen. That is still. That is still. Oh wait, can I get it back? Pac Man. No. (laughs) I have toenail clippings from a date in twenty thirteen. It's not. Oh, uh, I'll say League of Legends. Okay, let's see. Oh, GTA 5. Grand Theft Auto 5. That was, was going to be my guess. I wish it passed. I was going to guess Grand Theft Auto for Grand no reason. Grand Theft Auto reason. 5 was 2013? Yeah. Jesus. Uh, according Wait to a this, minute. Yes. Do you want me to ask Yes. Theory? No, it was. Yeah. I, I, yes. That's fi- find out. Okay. Yeah. That's been forever. It was, it was Grand Theft Auto 2013. Grand Theft Auto 5, 2013. Okay, cool. Siri, what's the best thing to talk about to a Chipotle employee? The Broncos play the Falcons in the Hall of Fame game on August 1st. That's a fine suggestion. Great. Next time, I'm next looking forward to it. Next time you have an obnoxious Chipotle employee, just talk to him about the Broncos. Uh, you know, the Hall of Fame, no, whatever the Hall of Fame game is. I, I was doing pre-show Damn it, work. Man, I'm a person. You know, you can just talk to me like I'm a person. I was doing pre-show, um, and there was one guy wearing a Chargers uh, hat, uh-huh. and another guy wearing a Falcons hat. Okay. 
And I said, like, uh, well, at least you're not uh, two guys sitting next to the rooting for struggling football franchises. And I pointed those two people over there. Yeah. They took it very personally. <laughs> they did not laugh at all. They didn't laugh at all. At what I said. That's because, uh, sir, my self-worth is deeply deep. attached just, to this Just poking team. at their pain. Cuts deep. Yep. Uh, let's see. Uh, Paul, your turn. I'll tell you what. I'm going to take trigger warnings for 600 Using a Naruto. Yes, run. More than 1.6 million will face what may be the biggest obstacle yet by charging toward AR-15s and storming this top-secret location. What is Area 51? It is Area 51. Paul, where are you on that? You in? I think it's crazy. Area 51 was at one time a location for a lot of secret stuff, but Hangar 18 is where it's at now. Ah. I agreed with the first part of Paul's statement there. Oh, that it's crazy. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's all crazy. <laughs> I, I believe that part. Have you done? You guys checked out those new Bob Lazar uh, documentaries that have come out? No, they're pretty interesting. Uh, have Jacob, you, have you checked out the new Bob Lazar? Uh, Matt, do you know who Bob Lazar is? Nope. Uh, <laughs> Me. Uh, I did see it. In I interview. know Blair Lazar, who makes all the death sauces. Oh, delicious, yeah, yeah. delicious death sauces. Who? I did see an interview with the Blair Lazar. Oh, Blair you Lazar. don't know who Blair Lazar is? Let me give you the Paul manager. You don't know Blair Lazar? Who's Blair Lazar? He makes all the hot sauces, the death sauces, all the hot sauces you see with keychains on them that have uh, yeah. that have skeletons. That have the most Scoville units. Oh, I haven't seen the those. The 2 a.m., 3 a.m., you, and You buy sauce. them, you get a keychain? Yeah. yeah, you get a keychain with a skeleton on it. <laughs> oh, Paul cares about it with the free keychain. <laughs> That's right. But um, you, you can't just, like, put that keychain. You have to eat the stuff. No, no, you just open it. As soon as you open the sauce, you get the keychain. Yeah, it's but not that's in not... the sauce at the bottom. But that's it's not, not drenched in sauce you have to pour out. <laughs> that's not fair. Do not touch your eyes after using this keychain. I'm telling you right now, Blair Lazar would love if you bought his hot sauce just for the keychain. He was not fine upset if you did how not much, consume his how sauce. How much is that sauce going to cost? $70,000. What's the cost on the sauce? Is it $70,000 for no, a keychain? No, I don't know how much it costs. I believe it's less the than that. The sauces used to cost 6 bucks, but that was forever ago. I have That's no idea how much Oh, it they were $6. Yeah, it's, it's hot with, sauce price. With keychain? Death sauce. Yeah, I, I try to get him to possibly sponsor this podcast very, very, very meekly and quietly. And He's the one that took on the. Uh... He made the possible side effects hot sauce yeah. back in the day. Okay, yeah. it's it's just it's it's hot sauce price. That's that's what it is. Blair Lazar, Blair Lazar, yeah. Who's wonder, Bob Lazar? Bob Lazar is the guy who worked at the Groom Lake facility at Area Fifty One, and came forward a long time ago to George Knapp, our investigative journalist extraordinaire here in Nevada, and. Uh, they're between eight seventy five and fifteen bucks a sauce. There's, oh, well. there's one on an Amazon keychain. There's one on Amazon. It's a, a four pack for fifteen bucks. Okay, what's the keychain look like? It's a you. skeleton what or a skull. Of, what kind of? Oh, a skull. Yeah, yeah. I said skull. I said skeleton. You're right. I thought it was a skull. full skeleton. That yeah. is hilarious. There you go. What happened? Where okay. Uh, Paul, it's your turn. Isn't I'll tell it? you no, what, Matt, Matt, I'll take trigger warnings nope. for 800 drawn. Matt, your turn. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll take quick trigger warnings for 800 <laughs> This president abolished slavery, yet no one yelled trigger warning while he enjoyed an evening at the theater. <laughs> Too soon? <laughs> Who is Bob Evans? <laughs> uh, Bob Evans, <laughs> President Bob Evans. It was Abraham Lincoln. It is Abraham Lincoln. Stay down, Lincoln. That's a pretty cool little skull. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cool keychain. Uh, it's my turn. I'm going to go. Um, I'll go pinstripes again for 800. Who wore the M- uh, Who were the Eminem boys of the New York uh, 1961 Yankees? Oh, that would be um, 
DiMaggio. 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 <laughs> and Dementis. Who oh. it's a Paul that turned Eminem into D&D? Yeah. What a nerd. <laughs> uh, shit, I can't think of the other one. Well, yeah, the one guy's can't. name was Marlboro Man. That was sure it. can't. It was Marlboro Man. Um, Hank Aaron. The one guy who was hated. Because <gasps> he was beating the other guy's records. Babe Ruth. Babe mm, Ruth. <laughs> yeah. Mm, babe mm, Ruth. Baby Ruth. Herman Melville Ruth. <laughs> uh, Raise the roof. Shit. I can't really think of one. All right, Paul, I'm passing. Oh. <laughs> what you, like, you do not know this, Paul. <laughs> What's the hmm? You definitely don't know this. If he just If he just nailed it. 1961. Name, you know what? Wipe this off the board. Paul, name any two players from 1961. I, any sport. I said DiMaggio <laughs> and Babe Ruth. Pedro Morales. Pedro Morales. That's an M. Morales and... Uh, oh, this uh, bothered me. Mickey Rooney. I don't... I pass. Mickey Mantle. Mickey Mantle is the oh. one I drew. Maris. Maris! That's yeah. the... Uh, Mantle yep. and Maris. Yep. There we go. Yeah. That's uh, three M's. And when Maris started beating his record, people started cursing at him. Yeah, that's right. They hated, they hated him beating the record. Paul, your turn. I'll try random knowledge for 600. Nicholas Cage owned this haunted house in the French Quarter for a time. His own bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's the ghost of my dick. Go ahead and make yourself at home. Um, I uh, I watched Lord of War the other night on Ooh. Netflix with Nick Cage. I'd never seen it before. It is not a terrible movie. That's that's what makes Nick Cage fascinating. Yeah, if he was just terrible, it'd be easy. Right. He's it's not. that he is randomly terrible. Right. Like for every and Lord of History War History of the United States or whatever movie, there's Kick Ass. Right. He, and Lord of War should be a terrible movie. Right. He came it, out and shining not... in uh, Spider-Verse. Yeah, he was great in Spider-Verse. That he's movie's great right. in, He's great in adap- adaption? Adaptation. A- adaptation. He's amazing. Yeah. Amazing movie. Uh, I Under think Con this Air. is the house that Trent Reznor had for a Con while. Con Air is the best movie ever. <laughs> I think this is the house Trent Reznor had. Okay. But I don't know it. Okay. Matt. Oh, oh shit. Nice. Have you passed? Yeah, but was it the House of the Rising Sun? Because <laughs> there's a house in New Orleans. They call it the Rising Sun. It used to belong to Nicolas Cage. Now it's right there in the lyrics. He sold the house. What is the uh, Cajun Honeypot? Cajun Honeypot honey is my pot. final answer. Do you know this one, Jacob? Yes. Uh, yes. No. The only, the only one I can think of is the Myrtles. But that the is what? The Myrtles. Oh, is... have you been to the Myrtles? Of course There's... you haven't, because you would be dead. There's been a Myrtle. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> leave has been a Myrtle. <laughs> La Lurie Mansion. La Lurie. La Lurie. La Lurie. Mansion. 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 How do they say it in in uh, New Orleans? Mansion. Mansion. They say mansion. They say mansion. mansion. They say mansion. <laughs> oh, I guarantee that how they say it. Did somebody they from New Orleans just walk in? Manahahusa. Manahahusa. I just come from a Manahahusa. And there's a haunted one, I tell you. Oh, I never got no sleep there. Matt, your turn. 
I'll take the thing for the thing. Uh, random knowledge or Urban Dictionary or Pinstripes? No, uh, random knowledge. For 800. Random knowledge. Daily oh, Double. Oh, do, do, do. For it to me. 1,400. Oh, my God. Oh. Wrong button. There we go. 1,400. <laughs> Using Ancestry.com and the sibling companies, feds were able to catch this serial killer using DNA his family provided after years of him being silent. Who is British Jared. <laughs> um, British Jared. Uh, find me, you did in the tube. Um, I lost 183 limbs, you know. <laughs> you look close All enough. those limbs were baby arms. This is true. There is DNA in the tubes what can't be identified as human. So it's like rats or... Don't Maybe. Know, don't nobody know. <laughs> Don't nobody know what it is. Uh, it's just in the tubes. The Golden State Killer. Yep. I think that's right. Uh, yeah. It is the Golden State Killer. Yeah. We discussed this on it. That was a topic on Yeah. Here. I was really hoping they were going to make you give his name. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. That was the book Patton Oswalt's wife wrote about. Yes. I'm going pinstripes again for 600. Uh, this cunt is getting married to <laughs> J-Lo. <laughs> See, that's what I thought the $800 question was going to be. That's why I skipped to it. <laughs> Derek Jeter. <laughs> Alex Rodriguez. Yeah, I just say, uh, all uh, A-Rod. A- all A-Rod. Yep. I, uh, you know, could you, could you do him as any of her exes? He married <laughs> J-Lo. Isn't that a curse? I think I think that's just a perfect storm happening. Man. That's just two cursed personalities yeah. meeting each other. I can't speak too ill. You know, uh, a friend of the show, an old friend, Lorene Scafaria, who was uh-huh. on here, she directed that one movie that we went and all saw with... Um, oh, yes. Susan my mother, the, oh, my yeah, mother's yeah. the handbag that made me cry. Yeah, That's yeah. it. What was it called? I'm trying to remember. I feel bad. Mother. Movies. Mother. It was, it was a great movie. We enjoyed it. Was. it. it was very uh-huh. funny. Ah, saw it with my wife. She's directing uh, the new Hustlers movie with J-Lo. Oh, yeah, sure. really? Her, her Instagram has been blown up with J-Lo stuff Good for the last for months or so. So I can't speak ill of the old J-Lo as she, she I hope, I hope yeah. this movie is successful. I hope Lorraine is successful. Paul, your turn. Urban Dictionary 400, please. For 400. When a woman is getting fucked in her butt, vagina, and mouth. Oh, I think this must be a comma there. In her butt, <laughs> vagina, and mouth. Commas matter, people. They sure do. Otherwise, you're talking about a butt vagina. Give me that sweet vagina. Only possible with one girl and three guys or four women with three strap-ons. What's the Urban Dictionary term for that, Paul? Uh, I should think I know this one. <laughs> I do. A Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tea. <laughs> that's the... Afternoon uh, tea. That's the the Eiffel Tower plus one. Let's see. That Show me guess? Eiffel Tower plus one. Um, my guess is airtight. Oh. The vacuum seal. Close. Oh, it was close. close. Yeah. Or, 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 or. Uh, <laughs> Matt, your turn. So much dust. <laughs> oh, 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 vacuum seal. Thank Whoa. you, vacuum seal. You want an urban dictionary for six or eight hundred? Um, six. Six hundred. Daily double. Fucking A. <laughs> Twenty-eight hundred. <laughs> and for the win. Oh, I hate this so the much. The act of fingering someone's asshole while shaking their hand. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Donnelly, oh. 
What do you call the act of fingering someone's asshole while shaking their hand? Like that's called the A-Rod. <laughs> What's a guy gotta do? Um, I believe it's called the brown how do you do. Now, is that with the same hand? I don't think so. I'm with Paul. I think it's called the A-Rod. I'm going with the A-Rod. Going with the A-Rod. Let's see here. The Croatian handshake. That makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm down to zero. And Jacob's turn. Closing out the game and the category Urban Dictionary for 800. Slapping a penis on someone's forehead or on a car window. I believe that is the mushroom stamp. <laughs> <laughs> yes! That is the mushroom it stamp. Is. Knocking it out. <laughs> and that's the game. <laughs> Matt and Paul come in tied for third place yeah. with zero dollars. Yeah. And Jacob crushes with $2,200. Thank you so much, Stone Cold Scoop Austin. Done into by the doubles again. Yep. I was even one for two. You got one doubles. of them. Yep. You just got the wrong one. Oh, man. I want to thank Penzler for doing this podcast. Thanks, Pen. I want to thank Cast Media, our podcast network, as well as Dustin Canals. Yep. And um, I want to thank uh, you guys for being a listener. If you're a subscriber, even better. If you download us every automatically, that helps us out a ton. Sure does. Uh, downloads are what counts. And um, uh, also, if you want to support us on Patreon, we welcome that. You go to patreon.com slash scoops or just go to preachingfun. Preachingfun.com. Preachingfun.com, and it redirects you over to our Patreon page. Uh, as you know, we are finishing out our uh, rewards for uh, people who want to be involved with our comedy album, as we offer all kinds of things. Audio vault, uh, stickers of the month, one-of-a-kind artwork uh, signed, and all that kind of cool stuff. Yep. But in addition, this month is the last month that we can do uh, rewards for our comedy album. Now, if you already were at the tier that you wanted for the comedy album last month, you don't need to do it two months in a row. Someone wrote me about that, and that's a big distinction I want to make. As long as you spend one of the months, uh, oh, either yeah. last month or this month, at the tier you want, uh, you're there. You're there. So, so don't worry about it there. But uh, if you want to get access to the album early, uh, access to individual tracks early, if you want uh, a copy of the, uh, a physical copy of the album, a record, physical record copy of the album, all that's available at preachingfun.com. Go there and check out the rewards as uh, we keep uh, cracking away at the at our comedy album, I was so happy the other day. Someone asked me, said, uh, "How are you get? How are you guys going to do the uh, the vinyl copies of this album? That sounds like a a big undertaking." And I got to say, "I don't know. Matt's taking care of that." <laughs> I was if you, I was very happy to answer that in, in that way. Google would assuage that guy's fears pretty quickly. Yeah, that's what I told him. I was like, yeah. uh, Matt. Matt did some research on it. He found some places it's, to do it. It's a, it's expensive, but it's, right. But we, but it's what, at the tier that we're charging for it. It's worth. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm excited for a vinyl album, though. Yeah, so am I. I'm excited about it too. And I think I came up with an idea because basically we have enough executive producers. I think I want to come up with a way to make it so that the uh, album is uh, 180 design. So that yeah. So your name's on the cover. You could have your name near the top of the album, right? Depending on how you want to hold it up or whatever. Nifty. I think that'd be fun. Uh, but we have a, gr- a a nice amount of executive producers, which makes it awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that means we're definitely. Oh, we are recording. So uh, we're recording. This is this week will be a three episode week. Mm-hmm. Um, and because you guys got us over the bonus hump, we hit uh, Super Satan. Week. Yeah, we're recording our late night uh, Tiger Snake Field episode uh, Sunday night. So it'll be, so it's actually be the regular Monday episode. Will be the Tiger Snake episode. And the bonus episode right. will come out before then, actually. Technically. I think. Wait, what? Or is next week the bonus one? Hold on, guys. Production meeting. Check. <laughs> Production meeting. <laughs> we talk about how so-
I didn't know what day it was today. Yeah. It is, <laughs> it is currently today. Yeah. Uh, which we're recording two episodes today. Yes. Which means we can make this week a bonus, the ep- bonus episode week, or we can make next week the bonus episode week. But, but the last week in July. The, the bonus episode will be coming out in the last week of July. Yes. Yeah. Got it. That's all. Uh, yeah, that's, that's good. That's it, guys. We did it. Bonus episode time. It's just, it's just a dumb, weird thing, technicality for people who really keep track of the stuff, is that our late-night crazy-fueled episode will be the Monday episode. No. No. Okay. No, no. We're going to have the Monday episode. We're going to have a regular Monday episode. Got it. And then probably Tuesday, yeah. a bonus episode will come out. Now we get it. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, guys. Thanks for listening. And then if we'll we're still on the, <laughs> on the track for another one next month. We're definitely on track for a bonus episode next month. Exciting. Very exciting. The big super sick in two months in a row is fucking awesome. Yep. Let's do it every month forever. <laughs> and then more. Yeah. Yeah. Getting closer and closer to the only job I have to have. Which is what I want it to be. That will make my life. Shit in a bag. Shit in a bag. I thought you said ship in a bag. Ship in a bag. Pennies on the pound. Much, much more marketable. <laughs> but much simpler to produce ship, than a ship in a bottle. Ship in a bag. <laughs> so at least you sell ship in a bag. It's an opaque trash bag full of <laughs> ship in a bottle. I built a very ornate 14th century schooner and I put it in a trash bag. Can't see it. <laughs> ship in a bag.